Ottawa Citizens headline, lung problems linked to e-cigarettes in the U.S. have Canadian um, uh, health officials on alert and uh, vaping lung disease cases in Utah quadruple after only one week. We're now talking with Dr. Scott Abaraj. He is a University of Utah hospital pulmonologist and critical care specialist. And Scott knows firsthand how dangerous vaping can be or vaping related illness and lung failure can be in especially young people. Welcome to the show, uh, Dr. Abaraj. It's, It's good to have you on the show. Thanks for thanks for inviting me. I appreciate the time. I think it's a really important story. You helped uh, save Alexander Mitchell's life. He basically woke up one day. He was a healthy, otherwise healthy, twenty-something. Was active, liked to hike. Um, found he had some sort of. He, he felt like he had the flu. Was vomiting, had chest pain, and eventually went down into uh, full. Uh, his his lungs completely shut down and he was admin, admitted to your hospital. Now uh, I understand that all these tests were coming back negative for differing types of pneumonia, and you found one um, evidence, uh, this this uh, one key factor that led you to saving his life. What was that? I was one of a, a, several dozen doctors that cared for him during his his stay, and uh, one his was the, the first severe case that we recognized at the University of Utah, and uh, one of the um, cells that was visible on samples taken from the lungs was a little bit unusual um, and is probably not specific to vaping-related lung disease and may not even be instrumental at all. It might be uh, dumb luck that we recognized it and made a kind of a loose association between um, oils and vaping and immune cells in the lungs that appeared to be uh, filled with oily material. And that was kind of the, the clue that initially tipped us off that there, there is liable to be an association with vaping. And you, uh, these abnormal immune cells are usually found in the lungs of elderly um, people, and you call it acute respiratory um, distress syndrome. Is that correct? uh, The acute respiratory distress syndrome does characterize what um, our patient had, and several have had, but that's just a final common presentation of very severe lung injury. Um, the the uh, immune cells are oftentimes found in uh, patients who have accidentally aspirated uh, oils used as laxatives, such as mineral oil or castor, castor oil. But they can also be found in, in several other lung diseases, including even asthma. So as I say, they're, they're not entirely specific. Uh, it was just something uh, unusual that we weren't used to seeing that tipped us off that we might be dealing with uh, an, uh, either a a rarer and a new entity. So I understand that Utah health officials are looking into 21 lung disease cases linked to vaping. Your cases of, in Utah have quadrupled after only one week. How many of these people have you dealt with? Uh, at the University of Utah, we've only seen uh, five of them. Um, and uh, I, I have not been on a call with the Department of Health for, uh, since last week. But I think that one of the – I don't know that there is a surge in the incidence of this disease so much as that after the investigation by the Department of Health was launched and an outreach was done to hospitals throughout the community and throughout the state, they have identified other cases that they were previously aware of. So I do think it's a problem, and I think it's uh, there are a lot of cases, and it's alarming, but but I, 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 don't, uh, I don't take the – new number of 20-some cases to 
represent a quadrupling, uh, you know, of people coming to the hospital in the last week, so much as just uh, a, a, an updated tally of the number of patients that were previously re- unrecognized. What I find worrying is we're talking about something that's very attractive to young people and otherwise healthy people uh, are, you know, in a matter of days going into full uh, lung distress and shutdown after vaping. That seems to be the common denominator. Do you doctors have a theory about what is causing the the vaping-related illnesses? Uh, I can say... uh for, for myself and my local colleagues, and I and I, I think many many people have seen this throughout the United States, where um, we have a high level of confidence that there is something with the aerosols that are being vaped that's causing a severe inflammatory or immune reaction in the lungs that that puts these some of these people in in, in great jeopardy, uh, and it, we have yet to determine exactly uh, what that may be, and it's, it could be a challenging endeavor. To figure this out because so many people are uh, mixing their own products and taking other substances such as THC, sometimes from out of state um, and from unknown sources and, and, and mixing it. So it could be challenging, but I think the simple, the simple response is you're not going to get this disease if you don't vape. Right. And we're finding out a lot of parents are, you know, at a loss. They've got this otherwise healthy kid They uh, that wakes up, starts vomiting. They're, they're, they have chest pains. They, they can't breathe. They get them to the hospital uh, before they have to intubate them and, you know, uh, help them breathe uh, via, you know, um, some sort of device. In, in some cases, we've heard of people being put into uh, medically induced comas. And then the parents are at a loss and then they find out through somebody else, oh, yeah, your kid's been vaping. Right. Um, that, that's another problem that we've had in identifying the cases and trying to p- uh, pinpoint uh, what substances in the, in the vaping devices might be causing them because there is a reluctance, particularly on the p- uh, part of young people who are oftentimes accompanied by their parents to the hospital to, uh, to, to you know, if, for lack of a better term, come clean with exactly what they're using and, and, and how much they're doing it. And uh, so it, it, it is alarming. I will, I will add that, um, you know, it, especially because there's been the first death reported in the United States in the last week, this, this is a very serious and potentially fatal illness. Um, uh, and people who are vaping who become ill should be very uh, forthcoming with their vaping history when they go to see the, the doctor, because it might be as simple as stopping vaping. Um, on the other hand, it is still going to be much more common, especially coming into the winter months, that someone just gets a, a flu or an infectious cause of, uh, of their symptoms. So uh, I don't want people, I don't want the pendulum to swing the other way mm-hmm. and have people ignore uh, an infection and expect that it will go, their symptoms will go away uh, if they just stop vaping. That, that could be a mistake in the other direction. Uh, but certainly uh, people should uh, make, make very clear to their health care providers that uh, exactly what they're using and 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 uh, what what uh, devices they're using. CDC doesn't know uh, whether the illnesses are associated with the e-cigarette devices themselves or with specific ingredients or contaminants inhaled through them because there's been um, evidence that heavy metals are sometimes consumed when you vape. What would you like people to keep in mind? You have treated people that have got seriously ill. Um, you know, uh, after vaping, what would you like people to keep in mind when it comes to vaping? Uh, the uh, vaping has been uh, f- uh, 
floated as a safe alternative uh, to cigarettes. And the problem with anything like that that's new is that any risks associated with it may just not yet be recognized. Um, and this is, this is a, it can be a very serious and rapidly progressive illness, and uh, people should uh, keep, that, keep that in mind, if, especially if they're making a choice to begin vaping, thinking that it's, it, it's safe, because I, I don't think it's a safe statement to say that vaping is safe at this stage. And it's amazing. You know, you're dealing with your kids, but I'm also dealing with adults in conversation that actually I had an adult tell me the other day, ah, vaping's safe. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I wonder, you know, we can we can all speculate at this at this stage. Much much is speculation, but sure. most of the most of the reported patients that I'm aware of so far um, are uh, younger than 40, and I, I don't think that that means that they have a, a particularly increased susceptibility to this phenomenon, but rather that uh, the uptake of vaping has been much greater uh, amongst younger people. Sure, no doubt. It's an attractive thing. Dr. Scott Aubereg, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for accommodating us with your time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here.